Hello, Andy. What is name? How are you, sir? I am fine. Are you embarrassed by all of this, Andy Roberts? Oh, well, it, it has happened already, you know. And let's don't try to beat this, beat this drum. Let's just think of a, of a way of moving forward. Mm. We cannot recall it. Mm. Happened already. Who do you blame for all this, uh, Andy? Everybody. Everybody. Could you explain that, Andy? We everybody. You know, I I blame everybody because when it all started, there should have been more dialogue between the players and Weeper and Weeper and the board. Uh huh. You know, everybody. Because when it all started. There should have been more dialogue between the players and Weeper and Weeper and the board. Oh, you know. I see. Well, it's gone, it's gone already, and the ultimate blame to me, anyway, would rest with the people who were in India. That's the ultimate blame, because they're the ones who started the tour, mm-hmm. and they should they should have been obligated to see this go through. Right. And then when they finish, they could deal with whatever problems they have with their with their union. What are you recommending to, to solve this problem? <laughs> well, to solve this, well, the problem is basically is um, where are we going to get money from if we don't have a tour? If we don't right. have tours with India. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, how is our cricket is going to go through? How is the, this professional league is going to go through? Right. And so I I believe that what they have to do now is to come up with some solution and get a high power delegation to go and sit down with the BCCI and let's discuss the future. So when you say high power discussion, you talk about former players then, like yourself and maybe <laughs> Not like Clive Lloyd myself, and for, former players. Former right. Great West Indians. Former Great West Indians. Yes, who have um, good good rapport with the Indians. Right. And uh, don't don't take nobody from WICB with them. Say that again. No, I don't think anybody from WICB, current WICB, you could go back to former administrators who have had good relations with That's India right. over the years. Mm-hmm. And just forget about this current crop of WICG members. Mm-hmm. D- D- Doctor, do you think it's a good idea? Oh, it's a, it, yeah, it's a fantastic idea. Um, the, I, to be fair, the rest of the script board in this statement that Barry read mm. referred to, I think one of the points they referred to is um, trying to mm. um, negotiate or have right. a Four independent persons, one from represented from the WICB and one from WIPA. Right, well, I, I agree that neither those parties, should go. neither WIPA mm. nor the Swiss Cricket Board in, in its current form, right, should go. Should go. Andy, but, but I agree with Andy. You, Andy, Andy, do you think? Do you think they've? Andy, do you think? One thing, Andrew. Let me. Right. They should. They should also get um, a member of the Caricom government. Somebody. Right. right. Okay. Right. Um, instead of a WIC. Mm-hmm. Okay, is uh, it? Because you may need, you may need some government intervention somewhere along the line. Right, yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, well, it is my understanding, um, and I got this from good authority that uh, they're going to ask Dr. Keith Mitchell to be that uh, person to go. Okay. That, that yeah. is what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some cricket background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got some cricket yeah. background. Um, yeah. Andy, do you think um, Dave Cameron should resign? <laughs> 
Uh, well, if I think he should resign, yes. well, I wasn't in favor of him being there in the first place. Oh, I see. What about Wavell Hines? No, I, 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 so I, I, I think Wavell Hines has some, some very good ideas for the development of West Indies cricket. cricket right. And they're not the 15 players because, to me, we had over the years only represented the test or some of the test players. Right. Weeper is not a regional union that represents the whole interest of West Indies cricket or to oversee the development mm. of grassroots cricket. And that's what Weeper should be. Mm-hmm. Just to represent everybody. Mm-hmm. In what way do you ba- blame the players, Andy? For starting the tour, right. for going, going on tour mm-hmm. in the first instance, once you go on tour, you're obligated to finish the tour. Right. Un- unless it's other reasons apart from cricket. Right, I see. Yeah. Well, well, That's Andy, the only reason I blame them. They're there, eat out, and then when they finish, they come back. And if they said, look, we are not going to South Africa until this is sorted out, I am in total agreement with them. But not to go down there and then in the middle of the night fall off the tour. Hmm. Well, Andy, I want to thank you very much. I know you've got a, a, an engagement. I think you're going to church this evening. Mm. Uh, but you're first boy, and you're uh, second to last girl. Um, your um, Colleen, you know, she passed away. Mm-hmm. You know, but both were uh, passed away with uh, four or five days apart. Well, one died on Monday, and the other one died you know, on Friday. You know, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we had to bury one in Trinidad. They'll come up and bury the other one up here in, in, in Toronto. Mm. Well, sad, but, you know. These things happen, yeah. yeah. These I, things happen. And, 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 of course, you come from a cricketing family because your brother Sheldon would have played for Trinidad and Tobago. And I understand Randy, who's up uh, in Canada. Yeah, um, yeah, he's up here too. Yeah, yeah he, he captained the under-19 side there. Yeah, yeah. So cricket is in the Bones family. Yeah, yeah, we, we all played really. Lester also played um, Gregory. We had one between Shell and myself, Gregory. Um, mm-hmm. To me, he was the better uh, one in the family, the better cricketer. But really? He preferred, yeah, he was a left-hander. You know, he bowled uh, medium fast, you know, and uh, even Wes, you know, when, when Wes saw him, you know, he was very impressed with him. You know, but to me, he, he preferred the soccer, the football, you know, so... Be more concentrated on, on the football aspect instead of the cricketing aspect, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm. I see. Uh, Doc, any questions uh, for your favorite cricketer at the moment? Oh, yeah, well, uh, sorry, Doc, I, Doc. I'm, I'm so happy to speak to you. Yes. I, yeah. I was watching some 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 films and I was watching one or two of your hundreds and I said to Andrew that maybe we should we should speak to you, so I'm very happy that, that you're on. Uh, you, yeah. you were known as one of the more today. Um, number three we've had in our history and you accumulated your runs and I was interested to see that uh, they mentioned you didn't hit a six in your in your career. I don't know yeah, if that's yeah, true yeah. or that was a typo. But um, yeah, no, no, why, why, is that, why did that fashion your approach to, to batting, which is which is different to the, the average West Indian batsman? Well, I think um, people that know me from growing up, from uh, in the younger days, the earlier days, my teenage days, I was a very attacking player, you know. I had all the shots in the book, you know. But you know, I think when I started playing for um, Trinidad Tobago, you know, I played under Joey Carew, you know, and the Davis brothers and so on, Richard D'Souza, you know, Roger Gray, you, know, you know, all these guys. 
but they left, you know, they sort of retired more or less the same time. So the burden was left upon my, well, Richard Gabriel and myself to, to pull on the fort you know, with the batting aspect, you know. And uh, when we played in well, Churchill at the time, you know, we were feeling for nearly two days and, you know, we were getting bowled out for you know, less than a day, you know, maybe, you know, two sessions, you know, to very mm-hmm. winning battle um, a full day. So I decided on my own, you know, to try and, you know, take that responsibility, you know, to, to sort of, you know, change my pattern style, you know. But, you know, my, my style didn't suffer, but the teams, you know, both, you know, Trinidad and Tobago benefited, and, you know, afterwards, you know, the West Indies, you know, team benefited from my you know, style of play, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. you know, having all, you know, playing for, you know, for the West Indies, you know, having all these stroke makers around. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I know uh, the job I had to do, you know, um, you know, I had a role to play, I just rotate the strike, you know, and give the, you know, the, the, the bigger, you know, hitters of the ball, you know, the, you know, hit the sixes or whatever, you know. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, was the, what were some of your favorite shots? I noticed you, you, you were very adept off the, off the pad. Give you know, so 
I mean, you know, having you know the two choppers behind you, Rod Marsh, you know, behind you, you know, when you're batting and you know, giving you a lot of chat, you know. Mm-hmm. But I was um, easy going guy, so you know, I always sometimes I just turn back and just you know smile at them and mm-hmm. go about my business. You know, so mm-hmm. I don't think they they really like that. You know, maybe some of the players will you know get carried away and maybe answer them back and so on. You know, so you know, I, I was a bit different. You know, more you know easy going and cool and. Uh, I don't think they, they like me for that, you know. I remember even uh, a game with Test Pat in Sydney, um, uh, it was a water break, and they had the banners on the, um, the stands there, and what the banner is, um, Gomes go home, you know. So, you know <laughs> I don't think, I don't, I don't think they, um, they really like me, I mean, <laughs> but I'm going to say you know, uh, but it was fun, and, you know, playing against them, and then, you know, they play the game hard, you know, but after the end of the day's play, you know, they always come across and have a, a beer or whatever, you know, a drink with you, you know. Of those nine hundreds that you made, which, in your view, would have been the best? But I think the one that uh, most stands out for me is the one of the Queen's Park over in Trinidad. You know, if you remember, we were three wickets for one run. You know, with Gordon and Desmond and uh, back in the pavilion. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I, you know, came in and then with Lloyd took a bit Clive. You know, and we put on you know, maybe about two hundred plus. I can't remember how many, but I know it was over two hundred runs. So the, the fourth wicket, you know, so. I think that hundred more or less you know stands out you know, because we had to you know build back that you know innings and you know get a respectable you know, total there so that was more you know refreshing you know mm. the so, so the hundred the hundred that you made uh, in your own backyard in uh, Trinidad the Bay of course yeah. against India that things were three wickets down for one yeah, but, came but with, one hundred yeah. yeah and you came with a skipper that that was a tremendous hundred. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, your first one will always be, you know, I remember the first one, you know, at Border, you know. At Border, yes, your first was at Border. Yeah, together against Australia, you know, against Bobby Simpson and team. Right. Yeah, 1978. 1978, yeah. Along with Basil, Basil Williams also got 100, yeah. Sean Williams, yeah? Yeah, shotgun, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I call him Cap. You know, the way I call him Cap. You, know, you so. call him Cap, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so, uh, plus, uh, I think two or three hundred and hundred is in that test match also. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of four centurions in that, in that test at border. Sixty mm-hmm. test matches, 3,171 runs, highest order in 43. Nine centuries you had in terms of 50, 13. If I had to ask you the fastest bowler in your career that you would have faced, who would you say the fastest? Yeah, but I think that, I mean, in those days, there are quite a few fast bowlers, really, you know. But a few stand out, you know, I mean, particularly um, Jeff Thompson, you know. Um, Jeff Thompson? Although he was coming there, you know, to the end of his career, you know, I think he was one of the fastest of pace. But along with Mikey, you know, Mikey, Mikey Olin, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and plus um, Wayne Daniel, you know, from Wayne Daniel, Bob, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, he was you know, pretty sharp, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think those three will, you know, uh, uh-huh. was uh, you know, the quickest really. And Wayne would have played with you at what, Middlesex, right? Eh? Yeah, at Middlesex. Oh, okay, right. right. Yeah, with, yeah, with, Mike Braley. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. with, with Mike Braley. Okay. Yeah, but Mike Braley, all the old boys. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you know, oh. Mike Braley, you know, had Peter Parfit, you know, John, John Price, Eric Russell. You know, Clive Radley, mm. you know, 
these guys were there. Plus, I paid. What about Roland Butcher? Roland Butcher was there as well. Butcher was there too. You remember that gentleman, Roland Butcher? Yeah, my, yeah, my, <laughs> you're a friend. Yeah, my, <laughs> you know, plus my cousin and John Embry and these guys, Clive Bradley, you know, so, you know, a lot of, you know, memories there, yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. so, a, great, a great bunch of guys. Just before Doc comes in, we talked about the fastest that you would have faced. You, you mentioned Jeff Thompson, uh, Michael Holden, and, of course, Wayne Daniel. In terms of spinners, you would have had a lot of good spinners. Who would have been maybe the best you face? I think, uh, again, quite a few of them, yeah. I think most of them come from the Indian, um, the Indians, yeah. They had Ben, ben Kat, they, ben Kat. You know, they had Ch Chandra Seca, mm -hmm. and, and Betty, you know. Mm -hmm. I think those three, they were the friend you know, of break, like break, and then, you know, Chandra Seca, I don't know, like sometimes he bowled <laughs> faster than a fast bowler, you know, <laughs> this pick a ball, you know. Yes. <laughs> you know. But they were all um, challenging, you know, you know, especially playing them in, in, in India. And also, um, Abdul Padir from, I don't know if you remember him. Yes, of course, from Pakistan. Very good. Yeah, yeah. So he is one of the, the top class, you know, spinners here, yeah, you know. And I mean, also at home, you know, playing with, you know, in China. In China, yes. You know? China, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah China, oh, Google, so. Oh, yeah. Mm. But I don't think he... Focus on the West Indies side. Uh, not doing well at all in the competition uh, with a, a victory against Bangladesh, but we know what started it for the West Indies, uh, being all up for 55 against England, and they were soundly beaten by the South Africans, who, by the way, are looking pretty good, and we want to congratulate England. They've looked very, very strong indeed. Pakistan, a good side. The thing about Pakistan is that they're fit, and this is one thing that we're going to discuss tonight on the show is a core question of fitness, because the reality is that when you look at the Pakistan side a couple of years ago, very unfit side, India very unfit, you know, um, we also had a situation where the Sri Lankans were unfit, but they've placed a great deal of emphasis on fitness, and you can see it in their cricket, unlike the West Indies, uh, a lot of players who are overweight, uh, aging, and we've seen the major difference in this competition. I'm Andrew Mason, and tonight we've got, of uh, course, Dr. Andrew Forge. We're going to go, of course, to Dubai and speak to uh, the great Sir Clive Hubert Lloyd, the big cat, Gladstone Small, the former uh, England fast bowler, and, of course, very much Bajan is with us as well, and Phil Wallace. We can also get to react a little bit later on from uh, Derek Murray up in Jamaica, and we also uh, hope to touch base with Dr. Askai Man Singh to talk about the whole question of fitness and uh, as well, uh, we want to touch base with Suresh Raghunath. But without any further ado, uh, let me say hello to Sir Clive. Sir Clive, how are you? Uh, fine, man. I do not too bad at all. Right. Well, I know it's, uh, um, it's early in the morning, um, but we want to thank you very much indeed for taking the time out to, to be with us. Uh, we do understand that the, the difference in time, but it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Gladstone Smaller has joined us as well. And, of course, uh, we've got Phil Wallace. So we're going to speak to you, first of all, Sir Clive. Sir Clive, what have you made of the World Cup so far? Um, England looking very impressive, Sir Clive. Pakistan looking good as well. The West Indies losing their first match and then a, a, a tight victory against the Bangladesh side. And, you know, some work for India to do. What are your impressions so far, Sir Clive? Well, it's been exciting. Pakistan and, and, and England are the, you know, standout team. Uh, they played extremely well. I thought today 
uh, fan fish and cuckoo, and of course your rice and peas, and your and of course your your famous sweet bread, and and and, and don't forget the SCC white rum. <laughs>
member squad. He's, he's up there. Well, he's now in the side because of an injury. But initially, uh, were you surprised that Jason didn't make it in the 15-member squad? I mean, for, if, if, if Jason holds his skill as an all-around cricketer and as a leader mm-hmm. of a of, of, of recent captain, and he's played, he's, he's played a, a lot, a lot of, of high-profile cricket recently. For him not to be in the in the in the 15 best West Indies white ball cricket team, that, I, I find that astonishing. Mm. And, that, that, and, and, and that, that, that for me, smacked of, of muddled thinking mm-hmm. from the people who selected that squad, quite frankly. Um, I, I, don't, I wouldn't know who the selection panel is, mm. to be honest. Um, I'm not that close to the West Indies cricket. But to, but to ignore to ignore the, 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 the skill set and the, and what just the all around the all around what what he brings to the to the team all around mm-hmm. the package he brings he's played a lot of cricket with and against a lot of these a lot of these guys and um, he's a leader he's cool he's calm he bats he bowls he, and it's just, and it, so for him not to be in that the, the, the original 50-man squad. I mean, that 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 was that for me was set 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 a bad would have set a wrong tone right from the outset. And so, listen, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised that that the that, that it's very highly unlikely that the West Indies the Indies will, will get through to the the, the to the next the semi-final stage of this tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Clive, before we come to Philo, um, you, you're there watching the West Indies. You're watching all the players doing some very good commentary. Um, West Indies would have played against England and against South Africa and Bangladesh. What are your impressions so far of the West Indies side, Sir Clive? I think they're the players. They're the players. They're the players. Yeah, because they're great. They're great. They're for the last couple of months. Um, they don't look, you know, and they really mm-hmm. should be doing much better than they they're, they're done at the moment. Um, but I don't know if you've ever walked into the sun here. As we can tell, it's astonishing. And if you're over 40, age, mm-hmm. age, and you're not fit, you're not going to do well. No, no. no. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that our players just don't look. It's not like they've been team, they've been young, they've got tremendous pride. But they just don't look right either. Our team, I don't know, we might have a very slim chance of qualifying. But um, to me, they're, they're not playing in the optimum basis with um, us, the side that we have. I don't think they should do well in this competition. These guys, if you look at how that is done, that is good. They were down three point something and all, but they didn't kill me with it. No. They were too quick. They were determined. They battled it. They battled out with it. The same thing like England did the day yesterday. Mm-hmm. So the point is that we just need night out to regroup and try and get some young men who are interested in playing this game this event. Gladstone wants to respond before we go to Phil. Yes, Gladstone? 
supplies, mates, are very good supplies. Hope you're well, then. I'm sure you're having a wonderful time in, in Dubai, in the Middle East there. But the incredibly hot and you can just see just from the, the guys coming to bowl after one ball yes. their shirts soaked it's, it's a really hot and oppressive humidity and that's a, and, 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 and when, that, when that happens and if, if, you, if you're on the back foot in those conditions it's incredibly hard to get feel the energy if you haven't got the energy from the outset of the game right. it's very hard to get energised in, in the process of the game, mm. particularly when you're playing on, on, on the back foot. Mm. Yeah, indeed. Uh, your impressions, uh, Philo Wallace, of, uh, let, let's start with, uh, with, with the teams that have qualified. You've got England already in the semi-finals and Pakistan. Are you surprised by the performance of Pakistan, Philo? Oh, I'm sure. Please, I'm sure. Sorry. Good uh, evening, Dr. Ford. Sir Clive Lloyd, who is having a good time. Your friend, Dr. Sir Andy Roberts, said hello. He said yes. You won't call him. No, I spoke, to, I spoke to Sir Andy yesterday. <laughs> uh, that, I'm good to see Gladys. Uh, uh, the last time we, we, we were together, we were here yeah, open. Good <laughs> <laughs> to see you, man. Yes. Welcome, yes. welcome to, 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 the, to your numerous uh, listeners, Andrew, across the, the region and uh, across the world. Uh, Andrew, when you look at the T20 World Cup, I said it a couple of weeks ago. It's the World Cup. Mm. We, 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 and West Indies should not go there to drink milk. Mm. Am I surprised that England and Pakistan? No. England has been preparing for this tournament for a very long time. Mm-hmm. They've kept faith in a guy called Eon Morgan. Mm-hmm. Who struggled, Andrew. Struggle, yes. struggle, struggle. He struggled totally high pay and he struggled. But yesterday, he found an ally, he found the ally in the T20 game that suited him. So there'll be something for three. And with Josh Butler at the other end, he then came into form. So they have the, the, the England have the, the, the whole concept right about the T20 game. They have a very good squad. They have that in this squad in both batting, bowling, and have very good spinners. I look at this guy, Rashid Andrew. He's getting better and better. Yes. He don't bowl a lot of bad balls. He has a lot of confidence. Uh, Moinali, we know what he can do. He's just an IPL champion with Chennai Super King, so he's full of confidence as well. I mean, you look at Pakistan, Andrew, we saw, we saw a bit of them in the Caribbean, in the T20. Remember the rain, wreak havoc in that series. But we saw the class of Baba Azam and, and, and Rizwan, Mohammed Rizwan, at the top of the order. And these guys have continued their form. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the rest of these selectors are guilty. They need to hold their hands up and say, look, we've made some mistakes here. We pay out of form batsmen to go to a T20 World Cup. And as Gladstone said, you have to hit the track. You have to hit the road running mm. from game one. We were bowled up for 5,700 in that first game, and we have not recovered. Bangladesh gifted us the P20 game. Mm. They dropped so many dollies. It's unbelievable for Bangladesh. Normally a pretty decent field inside. We won that game. It's going to be difficult for West Indies to, to, to come back. And, and you cannot take so much senior men on a World Cup tour and the other international teams have young men who are, who are fearless, Andrew. Mm. The other international teams in this world are fearless. Those young men are fearless. Sri Lanka are playing good cricket and getting beat, you know? Yes, yes. They're playing good cricket. They know when you look at it, South Africa started now to come together. They started to understand. And people have certain rules. Being the best in this team, we still don't know who... who 
where our roles, where the roles for the individual players are. Mm. And, it, and it's quite sad. Yeah, but you look at it, England know who to bowl in the middle overs and who to bowl at the depth. Now, Tamal Mills is injured, but you somebody will come in and they'll be the death bowler. We, we, we struggle to find who is our death bowler. And, and those are the kind of things that mm. we have not particularly planned well for the people in the World Cup. Mm. And that is where we're fall, falling down because we have not planned well. All Most of our batsmen have played in the IPL on the same surfaces. And they look that, like they weren't there. They're still juggling with Hetner and Puran all over the place. We have not settled. So we will find ourselves where we are. And I don't want to go into fitness, Andrew. I had a three-hour meeting today for Cricket West Indies. And fitness is a bugbear. Ooh. And that will be sorted. And that will be sorted. Because as you rightly said, Andrew, mm. when the Pakistanis can be fitter than West Indies, yes, yes, yes. something wrong, they're yes. taking, taking this thing very lightly. Mm. It's not light anymore. Everybody has to get fit. As the other said, place is hot. And if you're not fit in a hot country, you're going to suffer. Yeah. Thanks you very much. When we come back, Dr. Ford has got some questions, of course. But we're going to pause some business calls. And, of course, Mason and the guest is brought to the association with a very good friend at ASAP White Rum, the best shot of the day. Along, of course, Dr. Andrew Ford, we've got Philo Wallace, former West Indies, hardest-in batsman, of course, captain, small Barbadian, would have played for England, and former West Indies captain, Sir Clive Lloyd, all the way in Dubai. My co-host, Dr. Andrew Ford. Hello, Doctor. Nice to see you. Hi. Uh, thanks, Andrew, and good night to Sir Clive, to Philo, and up and on to Gladstone. Uh, I'll start with uh, Gladstone. You know, I've, I've spoken to some friends in the UK and they reflected on seeing West Indian teams come to the UK and the way that they practice. And one comment I got from a friend is that he'd never seen a team practice once mm. uh, before in the net in a game. I, I just want you to give us some perspective as to what West Indians in the UK are saying to you about, about the state of our game, especially now with the World Cup being with mm-hmm. I, I, listen, um, I mean, it's it's obviously we all know we we all know it's where where we are um, in in the the, the the stock of 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 West Indies cricket. Um, if, if, yeah, we got we got Sir Clive Lloyd there, and he would have been obviously at the one the guy at the forefront of, of the change in fortunes and made them into the into the world the world class team. That they that they be, that they became for and were for what, fifteen plus years or so, and and that that with that it it, it created a, a great sense of pride and um and 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 belonging to to, to the to the black to the black um people here here in in in, in the UK, and and presently presently as as we all know obviously. Um, there's there's all of the, the, the issues that's that's been going around. We don't need to go go back into that. But but it, 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 it's actually highlighted. It's it's also, it's also brought 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 to the attention uh, um, in the UK how 
little has been done or, or how much it's, how much, the effect that it's had, the numbers. When I used to play first-class cricket in England, in England, there were, there would have been well over 30, 40 black, black guys from uh, either, and most of them were actually born in, 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 in the UK. They were from, from, obviously from West Indian parents, but they're all mainly born here. Um, but were, you know, so the numbers were prolific, and that was obviously through from obviously from the the legacy that was put put for them by that really successful cavalier, you know, charismatic, you know, <laughs> you know, hell of a hell of a hell of a bunch of, of cricketers that that performed for the West Indies in, in those in the periods from say like the mid sixties through to about the mid nineties, early early two thousands. Um and, and and but but now currently there's, you know, the big topic is what, where, have they, what, where, where have they gone? Why has it stopped? Currently, there's only about, there's less than, there's, it's in single figures. There's not double figures of young black black cricketers playing even first-class cricket. Moore, you see, obviously, you get the likes of Joffrey Archer, and, um, Chris Jordan, obviously, in England. Um, they've brought, brought in Timo Mills um, in, into the fall, but there's only about three or four others who are actually in the county squads, as opposed to uh, seven, thirty, or forty. So that's the topic. That's the topic that's actually is actually the, the, is is actually m- more prevalent in, in in the UK at the moment. Is why why and aren't there more black cricketers playing? Um, and and how can we? How, how can how can the game how can the game um, overturn that, that fall off and get the young black black youngsters you know boys and girls as a, as a, in this country girls actually there's a stat saying that there's actually more young girls taking up the game of cricket here in the UK than there are young boys so 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 it's it's, it's a really and we have some there's some good good lots of good initiatives happening but the initiatives. Which are all done started with, with by personal people taking up a personal baton. It needs to be it needs to be charged and and taken on by the authorities and the establishment and the ECB and the government. Because these are the ones who can make make it all happen and make it happen better and and spread and spread spread it spread the spread the, the word and spread the love and the playing of the game. To, to everyone, and that's that's what's happening at the moment up here. So it's not just it's not really the West. Obviously, when when West Indies come in England, obviously they did a wonderful, they were brilliant, and they came up and they came up, and uh, you know, it's always um, it's always great to see them here. They were up, they were up um, last last year, mm-hmm. the, the first team that came up after uh, in in post in the COVID times, and that was a really wonderful thing, and I'm sure. I'm sure the England the England team will, will be will be hopefully repaying re, re that that debt of duty that debt of, of of gratitude when they come to the Caribbean um, early early next year. Because um, it's important that 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 continues for sure. But yes, lots to be done to on the playing field, um, and also not just at the at the big at the big international level but also all the way down through to the grassroots level as well okay uh for clyde uh the you you played cricket at the highest level your 
or one of our greats, but you've been at the Cricket World Cup. Do you think that T20 cricket is changing? I mean, having played the tournament in the UAE now with the larger fields and this emphasis on just quality bowling and, and noticing all the best batsmen coming to the fore, is the game changing? And do you like this this change in T20 cricket as compared to just, you know, boundary hitting and and the way it started out initially? No, the, the, the point is that it, 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 was, it has changed in the sense that if you look at, if you look at how um, today was a perfect example of how you should be playing this game, you had a threatening situation, Pakistan, you know, how they, they, they trapped the training. I mean, we did the same thing um, the other day when Butler, you know, made that hundred. Even they they lost they lost it. It's the only thing that Pakistan didn't lose any of it, but they they were three they were making three points after about eight overs. They still track the proper course. They work things out. I when I see the rest of me doing things like that, then I know that our cricket has arrived and that we are really in top of our game. Mm-hmm. We we at the moment. We don't, we don't look like fast runners. We don't look like we. I don't know. This attitude, the different attitude, beginning. You know, somebody gets to to steer, you have to carry on like Butler. You know, Ababa Zam and Guy, Guy or whatever his name is. These guys are batting. They're playing really good cricket. I know some people might not like drinking, but it is a World Cup. And these guys, are, they want to win it, they want to do well. And I think the semi-finals um, will be quite interesting because there's two or three guys, a uh, team, who, who you know, can qualify. But it's the way they're approaching the cricket. I we used to do that. That's how the rest of the got to where, yeah, we can win all those World Cups. We want playing decent cricket. We want to get back to that. Mm. Oh, fair point. Uh, uh, fellow, fellow, I would like to even strengthen the claim on the point. Mm-hmm. When you look at Rizvan and Baba Azam, mm-hmm. they play test match cricket. They play the longer format. They don't play the one format in T20. Josh Butler plays all formats. Only Morgan is it's a hold into T20 and he struggled until he caught some form the other day. So when you look at it, the players in the back are the ones who, who, who play the longer form, who back, who can build an innings. And Butler said it the other day. He said, look, I'm accustomed battling in the middle and I'm accustomed battling at the top. So I combined both in this in the situation he was faced with the other day against Reminder. He said, look, I have to weather the storm here. And once I weather the storm, then mm-hmm. I, can, mm-hmm. I can express my... And that is what he did. He scored a wonderful hundred in serious conditions. And then he came and kept wicket for 20 overs. Tremendous. Yeah. You said yeah. people even having crap. Fitness is <laughs> the key. Yes, Doc. Hello. You, you've been working on the criteria for election. And I know that that play a role. Uh, the historical or retrospective look, which we depended on heavily for our team, plays a role. Fitness and, and all sorts of other things. Where do you think... Uh, 
the present group may have got it wrong when they crunched those numbers. Mm-hmm. Do you think they depended too much on on past uh, stats and, and didn't look at the present, or did they not consider fitness enough, or did they not consider age enough, or is it a combination of everything? Mm. I think, Doc, is a combination of everything. I, I think that when we when we look at like say, this selection panel, obviously they've they've made they've made some mistakes. Uh, stats should not be the only criteria for selecting this squad because some of these guys' stats are poor. Fitness cannot be the only criteria because some of the fitness levels of the players are poor. Mm. There has to be another dimension to which or another ingredient to which some of these players have been selected. Now I'm not privy to that, but we're trying to come up with a with a document. And these things will be laid out on the table, and you will not get this kind of funny. I call them funny selections, because you cannot tell me that Jason Hall is the only all match in the Caribbean, and he can't make a 50-man spot to a World Cup. Mm. But then when you pick him, and when he comes in now to replace the injured player, you're saying how good a player he is. I cannot get that understand. Jason Holder must be from Russia. I think that we need our selectors need to sit down and do a critical analysis mm. of what we want for Westing these scripts mm. and make decisions and selections that will make Westing these cricket better and stronger. Mm. You cannot tell me that you can go into a World Cup with so much experience and struggling all the time. We, did, we, we, we found ourselves in the fifth World Cup doing the same thing. And we come back now with the T20, and we've done the same thing. And I believe that after all of this, the selection mm. panel should act to be should be dismantled. Mm. Well, in fact, and bring people who are going to make selection decisions. Mm. West Indies, not for Trinidad and Tobago, mm. Barbados, Jamaica, Guyana. Mm. They're all part of West Indies. In beach cricket, because the other nations are making decisions that mm-hmm. nation we are not. Uh, um, Dr. Ford, I can tell you that I'm told that a recommendation is going to be made for the selectors to be removed. I I've got that in good authority. Um, um, that's what I that's what I heard. Um, Sir Clive, would you be surprised if, if that's the case? No, I think that was a people asking for that situation, but I don't only think selection. The board has got to be very strong. Mm. The fans look like oh, they, they want to play for the country. Why they're making money and they're going to so and anytime you talk about about the thing that you're jealous. I, I, I can never know that I'm not jealous of the people. And then my service mm-hmm. and I played for my country and, and gave it my all. Mm-hmm. I was 50 young kids now. If we're going to work up, we should have had three weeks of them playing together, right. training together, running between the wicket, understanding all the little things of, 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 um, of our game. I know money is a subject. I keep saying money is a subsidiary subject. That's subject. I don't mind these guys making money. We want them to make money. That's why we went to Terry Parker, because he said we didn't know what we were doing. These guys have got to show that they want, and they want 
to represent their country and it's the ultimate. Right. Your country comes first. Mm-hmm. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Your country comes first. Mm-hmm. And I want to see that. I want to see them playing like they want to, to win games. They want to be perfected at their thinking critics. Mm-hmm. They're intelligent. They are playing. I don't want to see guys just going, giving their hand around and, you know, knocking the back to the pad and so on. No, I want to see if what you are there, they are there. Win the game, your team, mm-hmm. and your country. It can be, like, there's no higher accolade than playing for your country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Very true, Sikhlai. Um, let me come back to you, know, Glaston. I know you promised us, what, uh, 20 minutes. Um, are, are you ready to go to bed, Glaston? It's, it's only 7 o'clock. Uh, <laughs> 7 o'clock is you, mate. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'm going I'm, I'm to let you go um, now. But I can't let you go unless you talk about the performance of England. They've looked very good, England. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's obviously the guys, it looks it looks re- really good so far. Um, as, as, as Philo has mentioned, they're, they're very well drilled and practiced. Mm. Obviously, they're the reigning 50 over world, world, world Cup world champions. Mm-hmm. And it looks as though that they're, that they're, they're really want to put this, this, this um, I think they won the T20 World World Cup back in the Caribbean, back in Barbados in mm-hmm. 2010, I think mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. So it's been years ago now. So it looks as though that they really want to add add this 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 one to their in, into the portfolio. Um, but so for me, who, whoever beats England wins wins win this world this world T20. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they look yeah. very good, very very good indeed. Yeah, they, look, they look they look really they look really on point. And also going back to obviously the, the interesting obviously watching the the difference in the, the three the three venues where the, the, obviously Abu Dhabi actually actually the pitch played very well in quick today for, yes. for a change yes but the Sharjah it spins and and the, back, the ball doesn't come on to the bat until the evening when the dew comes down but Dubai where the semi final and the final is being played it looks to be the best pitch. So hence, hence, then, hence, you get the, the best pitch, the best team performing well should should come out on top. So, mm-hmm. so it looks it's building up to a really, really good, good competition. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm as 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 it, as it gets in, as mm-hmm. we go into this final pre-round of prelim matches, obviously, uh, 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 India, uh, that's that's mm-hmm. that's yeah, yeah, they're in trouble. They're in trouble. If you think the fallout from the West Indies is, is big and bad, you, 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 you can imagine in India, yes. Some, 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 some houses may be burnt. <laughs> lots, lots of stuff happening there because of obviously their, their performance level hasn't been right. I mean, what they what they would have wanted to be. But as it's, 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 I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's representative of, 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 of world cricket, um, and it's really good to see these guys. Listen, the skills, the skills level. It's, it's phenomenal to see right. how the, mm-hmm. the, the, the batting, the bowling, and the, the fielding, the, the, the fielding <laughs> skills is, is, is sometimes breathtaking, and it's, it really showcases cricket in a good way, quite frankly. And if, if you want to be good, you got to you got to be you got to be brave, and you got to put you, you got to put your body and soul on the line mm-hmm. for, for, your, for yourself and your country. Just before you go, Glasson, we're going to take a commercial break. Who do you think will win the World Cup? 
Mm. England. England will win the World Cup. You think so? I think they look, good, look very good indeed. Uh, and your dark horse? Uh, talk to me. Uh, Pakistan. Yes. Pakistan. Yes. Welcome to The Cricket Show, broadcasting around the world every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. Blogtalkradio.com slash The Cricket Show, or fast bowl us an email with your questions and comments to thecricketshow at comcast.net. And now, let's talk cricket lovely. Good evening, and welcome to The Cricket Show, broadcasting around the world every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. Blogtalkradio.com slash The Cricket Show, or The Cricket Show at Comcast.net. And now, of course, let's uh, talk cricket. Of course, Hello, Dr. Cricket. Andrew Ford, we've got Phil Wallace um, there in England. I see all the lovely, uh, well, he's in the study there, the, the, the law books are behind him. Phil's studying very hard there, and perhaps when he comes back, Dr. Ford, you won't commit a crime, but you will maybe ask Philo as your lawyer. And, of course, we've got uh, Sir Clive Lloyd there in Dubai. What, what, where are you exactly now, Sir Clive? Where are you? Sir Clive? Um, yeah, I'm in, yes, I'm in the, just outside of the city. Mm. Yes, outside of uh, the city. And, and Philo sent me a note today and told me that you're in a six-star hotel. Is that true? I'm in what? A six-star hotel. No, no, no. I'm, not, I'm a very simple person. Like you know, I know what I'm doing. I've got a lot for Philo. I know. You know, Philo, and he gets the best suite, of course, in the world. All right, we, we, we've opened the lines very early. Let's go and take our first call in Mason and guest. Hello, welcome. Good evening, Mr. Mason. Good evening to you, sir. How are you? This is all Joe Frank from my Bible Yes, and you regard me, don't you? I, I regard you. <laughs> I, I, know, I, know, I know your pilot yes. over time. Yes. I could even know Dr. Gonzalez. He seems to have a 
not that feeling about the West Indies and the cricket. It's not Dr. Gonzales. But you can call Dr. Sakai the doctor as well. Dr. Chris is Dr. Sakai. Yes. Ralph Gonzales, uh, of course, let's, let's give him this title. The Honorable Dr. Ralph Gonzales was with us last week and he said... No, no, I mean... No, no, I know it's to Clyde, but I'm, I'm saying that mm. Dr. Gonzalez had a gut feeling about... Oh, yes, so he was yeah. absolutely brilliant. In fact, I'll right. say to you, before you make your contribution, that I consider the show last week to be one of the best we've ever had. You know, um, when I when I, when I I do an assessment, of course, the one with Cigar from Sobers, I thought was absolutely brilliant. Um, we also had one with Kyle Mears talking uh, to, his, to his family, very emotional, but... I, I, I rate the one last week to be one of the best that we've had it, so far. It was really good. Really Absolutely. Good. I mean, you had Sir Clive, you had Sir Kirtley Ambrose, yeah. you had Sir Andy Roberts, you had Phil Wallace, and of yeah. course you had the Prime Minister of St. Vincent and the Grenadines, yeah. uh, who, who said that if the West Indies team were in government, people would march. <laughs> you remember that one, don't you? <laughs>
uh, and I think that they drew a, a good game or a better game. And, and West Indies, will, I believe that a game against Sri Lanka is going to be it's going to be a good test for West Indies again. Uh, I, I think Sri Lanka are a better side than Bangladesh, and, and they they have a point to prove again. A young team, uh, but they've been playing good cricket, and I think that that if we don't play well, Sri Lanka will beat West Indies. West Indies really have to knock us down and, mm. and try to come out of this World Cup with some kind of play. We have Australia as our final game, and they're not going to do us any favours as well. Mm. But we still have two tough games to play, and mm. qualifying for the, the finals looks uh, obviously like it's faster. Mm. So normally, maybe a leaving tour is right. for pride. Yeah, yeah, interesting. I know Pride was flowing Barbados. <laughs> yes, interesting comments. Of course, you can send some WhatsApps as well. There's a gentleman saying uh, Sir Clive has to be careful in deciding that country comes first because Pollard has already put Trinidad first. That's a very interesting comment coming there. And we'll continue uh, to get reaction from you. You can send us uh, your WhatsApp messages at 253 4679. And you can also call us over. I think we got a couple of calls on the line. Yes, Larry Mayer is a technical guru. Um, they call him Larry the Legend. Hello, welcome, Mason and Guest. Good evening. Good evening to you, sir. I just want to tell you and all the critics of West Indies cricket yes. that this world has given to us. Mm. I want you to listen carefully to this because you like a lot of quotes. Mm. This world has given to us. Yes the best of what it has, has to offer. Right. He has got the best of this world, and it's gone already. So, I want to also tell y'all, including fellow, that if the West Indies, if the West Indies beat Sri Lanka, and if they were playing for a billion dollars, mm. the West Indies were going home with a billion dollars. You don't go in this corbel and see nearly win or nearly lost. Mm. You don't see that in scoreboards. Mm-hmm. And I want all the people that criticize universities to know that despite the world has given us the best of what it had to offer, mm-hmm. that there will come a time again mm-hmm. when investing these will be fine. So and you see this you see this you see this 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 tour to be the twenty twenty World Cup. Mm-hmm. The next twenty twenty World Cup is gonna be a brand new team with with, with, with people concentrating more. Mm-hmm. To take us forward. So right. Just ease off the boys for this time. This, okay. This is a great, this is a big bad mistake we made here. But the big next bad time, mistake. Mm. Yeah, big bad mistake. But the next workout, as uh, you believe I tell you, mm-hmm. we're going to be seeing a different team. With well, let's hope so. Boys. Let's hope so. Well, Philo Wallace is going to be making some recommendations with that. Um, yeah. th- th- that committee. Uh, I, I hear a lot of talk about the, the, the selectors, but I have a hurry thing about the coaches because. I think if we if we don't and it's high that we won't qualify really for the semifinals, um, then the question has to be uh, will Phil Summons uh, continue to be in his job? That's something that we got to discuss as well, you know, because to be honest with you, the record of Phil Simmons is not the best. So that's one of the things we need to look at as well. Have we got a call in the line? Yes, we do. Hello, welcome. So Clive, we're going to come back to you in a minute. Hello, welcome. Good night, Mr. Mayor. Good night to you, sir. How are you? I'm fine, and you? I'm better now. I'm hearing you. Um, get, uh, good night to your guests as well. And you just hit the nail on the head because that's exactly what I was coming in to speak about. Sure. Now everybody, everybody talks about our team 
and we're chipping and we're chopping and we're changing the thing. Mm. But my emphasis tonight, and I'm shining the spotlight on the coaches. What is our coaches doing? Right. We are changing the thing. We are chipping and chopping the thing, as I said. And we're giving our coaches all types of different things. Yeah, they don't seem to be improving in performance. What, who are our coaches that are supposed to be coaching these things? These things are not doing any better. I was saying on another program this season that our team, watching our team practice and going through their daily practice, things are going that they're just kindergarten kids that are just practicing. Oh what is our coaches doing? No attention to the job. I people at the last gentleman, and I respect his view, but when people come out talking about, well, the next team and the next World Cup is gonna do this and do that. It's about 10, 20 years now, and through that we have they have any same problems. They're not playing like right now. You don't see any improvement. You might get a little improvement here and there, like for instance, when we beat England. But nothing is changing. Nothing we is changing. The nothing is really changing. No. If we don't take a real drastic and serious look at our cricket and our coaches and everybody who's responsible for the team. I fear that when the next World Cup comes, we are just going to be in the same position. Every time a new tour comes around, mm. there's all sorts of optimistic, opti- uh, optimism, and we fall back into the same problems that once the, 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 the tour begins or whatever. I'm afraid you've got to look at all cricket holistically and make changes, otherwise we're not going to get anywhere. Thank you. Oh, wonderful contribution. Uh, let, let's go back to Sir Clive now. We've got a couple of calls backed up. So, Clive, do you think that the selectors and the coaches should come under the microscope? Well, I don't know what you, you have. Well, whatever you have done well, the selectors and the, the, the selectors always get, you know, they the bunch of their the mm. The point is, I heard the other call is just not talking about, oh, in the next sort of you will do well. You can't just well, you have to plan for that. Right. It is only in the 2022 is the next one. Mm-hmm. So the mm-hmm. point is you have to get people there who are strong enough, intelligent enough, and want to do, and professional enough, and hungry enough to, to win things. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you understand, but how I feel, and I am there, and we and we are, you know, bold out to 55. I have to ask a lot of questions. Yes, yes. You know, and the point is, you, you, you feel, you know, you, you want to know, well, how, what can we do to improve our cricket? Mm. And if you're a West Indian, you want to see the West Indian do well. Mm. But all, for us, it's not the West Indian. We want to see those guys perform. I mean, if we make, if they get criticized here and there, that is because we want to see a better performance according to what we used to do. Mm-hmm. Not during my time or the gap. The time before we were cricketers. Well, my time, 17 years. We were champions. 17 years. Mm-hmm. You get that because you're planned properly. You try and get the right people in there. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And, and, and we must get young people who want to play the cricket. And, and who are interested in us doing well. Mm, mm. And that is what, that is what mm. we need to get thinking critical. Mm. No, I got to put the thing mm-hmm. on their feet. Just like the other, you look, I don't know if you look at the game today, it's in a perfect game, you know, with back 
Pakistan did extremely well. England the other day, they, they seem to have a plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. We 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 are all over the place. Yeah, we are all over the place, Clive. There's no doubt about that. You can see it um, in relation to our cricket. Um, hold, hold, hold your thoughts, Sister Clive. Um, we got several calls backed up. I know that Dr. Andrew Ford has got a, a question or two. Doctor, uh, let's come to you. Well, I mean, one, one of the interesting things, the when the caller mentioned the next World Cup, the next mm. World Cup is, is just a year from now. Yes, it is. The very big grounds and the pitches will be true and, and bouncy. So the thing is, can the West Indies really revitalize and reject a T20 team that will be relevant in, in a year? And that's mm-hmm. going to be a major challenge, which requires a, a shift in thinking and, and definitely a new panel because mm-hmm. I, I don't think that the, the methodology that has been used thus far is working. Um, okay, question. I mean, Philo, we, we have our top batsman just having an aggregate of 68 runs. That's Evan Lewis and, and made 56 in one of his innings. But we look at the impact of the captains on these World Cup teams. We saw Babar, you, you did mention the, the, the England captain. And we look at our captain and his impact on international cricket. 91 games, averaging 24 taken 38 wickets at 8.45 in this time. Uh, do you think we have had enough impact performances by our captain over those 91 T20s to really justify having him as a leader for, for a squad going forward? Doc, I, 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 I don't think Apollo's stats are shining. Obviously, he has not really been impactful at the international level. I keep saying that he he's, he doesn't come trying to show responsibility enough in our T20 squad, even our 50 over squad. Pollard has not bowled any balls in this T20 cricket. In this cricket, has he bowled over yet or two overs? He has one leg now, possibly. Pollard, to me, I, I think Pollard. I think that I think that Pollard has failed us in that he has not really stepped up to the to, the, to lead the team the, the way we thought he would have led the team. Uh, Dr. Ford, I, was, I, I know Pollard well. You know, when I'm a trainer, I, I speak to him daily when he's driving, when he's driving from home with his kids. And he knows how he feels. And he has not led that team well at all. I thought that Pollard would be the man to put his hand up and say, gentlemen, I can take this on my back. We are going to do this X, Y, Z. To tell the public that it is not a developmental tour and be in the position that we're in with seasoned campaigners is detrimental to his credibility. And, and the, 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 the coach is also a selector, Andrew. And if you're going to dismantle the selection panel, the coach will have to go as well. So those are things that need to be considered. But I think that Pollard, for all that he has, is worth in T20 cricket, I have not seen it in him at this World Cup. I know he's struggling. You know he's had, he has a, a funny injury and we don't know if he's going to play but I think that I expected more from him. I thought he would have really been the one to glue that bat in that middle order together and also with the bowling and stuff. I really bring those guys because those guys need a leader. And those guys look up to him. They say, Pollard is their mentor. Pollard guides them, gives them advice. So if you're doing all of this in the back room, then on the actual field of play, we are not seeing it. 
There's a lot happening in that back room. Because again, it's an inspiration in the, in, in, in the dressing room. So they're not seeing the inspiration on the field. Oh, interesting. That field of play. Mm-hmm. Now, we are not seeing these accolades that these guys are talking about when they're doing the interviews. Phil, I'll just for your thought. Because Kenny Benjamin, the former best in basketball, has joined us. And he tells me he's just got five minutes. I know he's a very, very busy man. Um, so let's go to, to Antigua and talk to, to Kenny Benjamin. Hello, Kenny. How are you? Good evening to you. Good evening to Philo and all your listeners, Andrew. Yes, I know, you, I know you, you have very little time, so let's get straight to it. The West Indies so far, uh, they, they played against England. They lost South Africa. They barely beat Bangladesh. Your impressions of their performances so far, Kenny? Uh, disappointing, but not surprising. Really? I think when, when, you look, when you look at what has happened pre-World pre Cup, the writing was on the wall. And listen, and, and, and I want to send this disclaimer. The only team I support is the West Indies. The only team I back is the West Indies. Mm-hmm. But um, we, we're short in terms of our skill sets, our planning, and you know, our, our actual performances in general. You know, we're short of some of the other teams. And I believe, because this is a good opportunity for us to really sit down and to see if this is the direction we want to go with the cricket, where we play a half-injured guy here, our best all around the can get into a starting team. And so, you know, we need to seriously look and see the things that we're doing, mm. the, the, the teams, the combinations that we come up with. Is this in the best interest of West Indies cricket? Is this the best we can do for West Indies cricket? Mm. Are there other uh, motives? You know, we have to be serious because I don't think when England selectors and coaches sit down, they, they say, hey, we like... We like a lot of guys from the auction. So I think they look and see what is the best team, the best possible team to go there and to try and do well and to win for England. And I'm sure the other teams are that. And that is the type of mentality we, we have to start thinking. If the general public, we know everybody isn't going to be satisfied. If the general public, Andrew, is satisfied with the, with the selection, they think, look, these are the best guys we believe that we have available and so forth to go up there. And, and we don't do so well. People will probably start to understand that, hey, um, uh, or maybe we are not as good as we thought we were. But when you find someone like a Jason Holder can get in and so on, you have to ask yourself different questions. Are we serious? Mm, I see. You, you know, and, you, you know, and so all of the talks and so forth that we are hearing and so on, look, all the field we have significant challenges. Kenny, do you think a head should roll? We're not going to qualify for the semifinals. Um, you know, um, I, we may get over Sri Lanka. I can't say it's been in Australia. Um, do you think heads should roll? What I can say is that before I answer that, uh, no is, and I have said that maybe when the team was on the way to the World Cup, they shouldn't brought out the, the, the uh, investigation into the selection and so on. Mm. I didn't have a problem with the move, but I just said it should have been kept. You know, let the guys go and play. But I believe that is very, very critical. I think we need to look at the at the coach as well and look at the captain as well. Because some very strange decisions have been made and we have to look they're out there. Everybody who understands cricket and understands what is happening in the West Indies see that look. This is not 
something that is just happened. We think, you know, somebody's thinking something differently. There, there are different motives there. And so definitely, I believe it should be looked into. And if the people up there, the Jimmy Adams and so on, think that they need to roll some heads, uh, some heads should roll. I would roll some heads. Kenny, maybe we would have some heads rolling. Mm. But, like, but like I said, that's Kenny Bell. Mm. And could you explain what you mean by that, Kenny? Uh, would, would, you, would you fire Phil Simmons? Yes, based on the fact that um, he is a selector, mm. I wouldn't single out Phil Simmons. I want to look collectively at the overall management, the people responsible for, 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 for selection and performance and so forth. I want to look at it collectively. So I, I wouldn't single out a one individual because it is more than one people probably responsible. For, for what we're seeing. Mm. I, think it's, I think it's a travesty that, that, that people like Hold and so on mm. couldn't, couldn't get in and Chase couldn't stand. Mm. You, know, you know, these kind of things, I have confidence. Kenny, you're on the fence. I asked you a specific question and I got a specific mm-hmm. answer. Would you fire for Simmons? And I, and, I, and, I, and I just said to you... Yes, what did you I say? Would, I, I just said to you, I am not going to say I would fire Phil Simmons because if Phil Simmons is brain, it's not I am alone. Mm. I have to look, I have to look, because if I'm firing, I'm cleaning out. Oh, Roddy Estrick as well? Captain, Captain. Well, the thing about it, you can't fire Roddy Estrick, because you didn't hire Roddy Estrick. Okay, fair enough. Phil, Phil Simmons hire Roddy Estrick. Okay. Mm. So it's just that if you fire Phil Simmons, you expect his baggage got to go, got to go with him. Mm. But then if the other coach comes on and wants Roddy Estrick, you know, that mm. is, that is, that is, that is his call. Mm. Do you think that President Skerritt should get some lashes because it is pretty clear that he and Dr. Shallow, uh, they wanted to go back to these old days. Do you think the spotlight should be on uh, President's character and, and my good friend, Dr. Shallow? Well, the thing about it, you know, uh, responsibility, that'll be pointed at the people that get the guy. Uh, I don't know if Skerritt select anybody. Yes. Yeah, I don't know if Shallow selected anybody. Mm. I don't know if Jimmy Adams selected anybody. Right. And so that is why it is important that they're the ones now who must listen. When we listen to the public, what they're saying makes sense. So we're going to have a look into this. That is responsible action. That if they do nothing, mm. then we say, hey, they're just as guilty. Mm. I see. Now, what, what about Roger Harper and, and his selection panel? He is in the limelight. He is in the limelight because I just spoke to you about some selections that the general public mm. um, just, and, and I am. One, two. That's that says I could not see how someone like a Jason Holder couldn't couldn't get into that team. Mm. I couldn't understand why um, you you selected uh, what is what what is what is Chase and Chase didn't start after yes, being yes. informed. But didn't, didn't make sense I, I at also, all. I also I also couldn't understand. You have a spinner in the team in the world, and then one of the spinners gets injured, and they. And the reserve spinner comes in and walks into the team. Yes. And we see the same with Holder. Jason Holder, because I'm looking at consistency, Jason Holder can't make your team. He's in reserve. But a fast bowler gets injured, and you didn't go for Usher and Thomas, who you pick ahead of Jason Holder. Yes. Jason Holder walks straight into the team. Mm. So, 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 so why wasn't he there in front of Usher and Thomas in the first place? Mm. Mm. You, you, you know? So it seems that they're very consistent in taking people out of the reserve and putting them straight in the 11. Mm. But they couldn't make the original 15. Mm. Something, something got to be wrong with that. Mm. 
il a été filos comme filos comme étant là. Ok, fais non filos. I agree with you on that, Kelly. Because the news letter said that Ocean Thomas is the X factor. But yeah, the X factor cannot get the game. We don't know if he'll play against United, but he cannot get the game thus far. And it baffled me that Kelly was you know was your first choice spinner. Right. Fabian Allen got injured. He brought in Aki Hussein, who was our best spinner in the home series against Australia. But you picked the head of Walsh as your frontline spinner, and you brought this guy, Aki Hussein, and lead from him over Head of Walsh. What is that going to do for Head of Walsh's confidence? Where is he going to, how is he going to rest peaceful at night? No, no, I was in the 15, and this man just jumped over my head. Yes, he may not say them, it won't bother him. It has not bothered him, but it will bother him. He's a human being. And these are things that selectors need to explain. If you're going to go for Aki Hussein in front of a guy like Hayden Walsh Jr., who's the outstanding fielder, similar to Aki Hussein, who will mm. give you a bit more, you need to let us know what is going on. The selections are happening, and, and they're just, you just see them. Nobody says anything, and I think that these things are wrong. It's not about being critical. It's about wanting the right decisions for West Indies cricket. Mm. And I want the selectors to know that decisions are made for the benefit of West Indies cricket, those selection decisions. And if they start thinking that way, they will start getting the results that they're looking for. You cannot tell me, Harry Rossman case, the informed batsman, all praises that he's going to be the next Marlon Sanders. Two games have passed. You don't pick the guy. He played in the third game. Well, he got some chances, but he got us into a position where we could have defended the total, and we defended that total. Mm. Just so Holder came into the squad, and he scored 16 runs, in a few balls, and that also helps us to get yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The two guys that you did, that they refused to play, came into the side and actually performed well to allow us to win, and then Russell Bowl had the, the last over. But the, I, but the selections should be straightforward, Kenny. The selections for West City's cricket team are not difficult. We don't have 3,000 cricketers. We have mm-hmm. a very fine cricketers. the good cricketers I, and let them play together. I tell you what, I tell you what, Philo, and in Antigua, and I, and Jamaica always wanted to be straight. Yes. The, the whole discussion is, it seems to, to us like inside, mm. there is some fighting Barbados Trinidad. You think that so? And, and it, 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 well, it looks very much that way. Oh, yeah. Because I, for, to, to start with, I could not understand. I have not heard the explanation, and we can't understand here in Antigua. Why is it that Jason Holder, our best all-rounder, can't get into this West Indies team? Mm. Yeah. And then we can't understand either why Chase. Because do you realize the first two games there was no Bajan in, in it? Yes. Interesting. You know, Ooh. and so, and so, and so, you know, we... <laughs> That's an interesting one, Kenny. And in fact, when they came in, they both made an impact. So the battle exactly. around Chase, he got 39... Jason Holder that, that came five balls, making, balls what, 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 you know, and, and then the ball well and took a magnificent catch. Yeah. You know, and so, and so we, 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 I, I must say, and I don't say we because it's a bunch of us here, and we're hoping that that is not the case that we are wrong. Mm. But, but from all the signs that we're seeing, you know, and we, we're just hoping for the cricket, for West Indies cricket sake, we're hoping that is not the case. Mm. We're hoping that, um, that we're wrong. Mm. 44190, give us a call and participate in the show. I think we can take a call, Ronnie Clark. 
has joined us with uh, Man United scoring late. I saw that. Oh, oh, oh what a performance by Ronaldo again. Um, let, let, let's take a call as it heads to 7.30. Hello, welcome. Hey, Mr. Mason. How are you? Man, not as good as you, but I heard you congratulating a caller. He made a contribution with regard to the last 20 years. Now, this present administration inherited a winning structure. Yes. We had just won the Youth World Cup. We have won the Women's World Cup. Mm. And we won the 2020 World Cup. Mm. That structure was dismantled. Mm. You see, so they say that we have never made any progress in 20 years. You know, I, I don't understand where the man was living. Mm. And you agree with him, so mm. you know, it says where were you living to? Mm. Mm. You know, if they did dismantle Mr. Spirit and his shadow mm. disrupted the winning structure. Mm. And you are going to deny all the coaches that were winning were just chucked by the wayside. Mm. The women don't know a bat from a ball now. No, they look, they look poor, yeah. It's really terrible. Mm. But they had a winning coaching. Carl, do, do, do you think Mr. Skerritt and Mr. Shallow should go? Well, he was ascended to this position with your assistance because you... With my were, assistance? With your assistance. And Dr. Ford, and Dr. Ford as well? Mr. Riley, you're, yeah, I'm Mr. Ford. You're assistant, Mr. <laughs> Conde Riley. Why don't you give the man a hearing? Yeah. All this kind of thing. And you yeah. promoted them all over. Yeah, but, but, but what was wrong with that, though? But you, you cannot promote people who are going to put you back 20 years on you. Mm. And that's what's happened. So you think we should bring back Dave Cameron? Yeah, that, oh, dear me. You see, you're making these letters. Frivolous thing. No, not frivolous at all. No, no, no. On the, day, on the day of Cameron, and you said it, the guy has won three World Cups. Precisely. Right. So, so what is so frivolous about uh, saying... What are you going back to him Cameron? for? What do you want to go back to No, no, no. I, I didn't say I want to go back. I asked you a question, sir. No, I don't want to go back to Cameron. Okay, I want to get rid of this lot. Okay. Yes, so, so, night, man. Okay, good. Thanks for your contribution. All right, can we take another call? Ronnie Clark says yes. Uh, stay with us, Kenny. Hello, welcome. <laughs> you listen to your radio caller. Talk to me. Hello, caller. Hi. Hi, good night. Yes, good night. Yes. And good night to the panel. Yes, good night to you. Listen every week. First, what part of uh, Barbados are you calling from? <laughs> oh, from the Republic. Yes. Wonderful. Well, so why? Yes. The journey of the journey of okay. Uh, Andrew Mason. I wonder if you all ever watched Roman Cork. Have you ever done what? If you all ever see the show and Barbara? Yes, yes, yes. In, in, in fact the Roman Cork man wants to run in St. Philip North. And you'd have to he'd have to speak to me and to Philo and to Doctor Ford before he gets well, the approval. I guess that you saw Robert Cook again three matches ago. <laughs> the, the coach. Yes. The two coaches. Yes. The fifth yes. court and the fourth court. Yes. And you want to know how they get in the first place. Mm. Never did. Mm. The selector, he won't move it too, Mr. Harper. Oh, dear. So, 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 caller, are you going to clean house then? Are you going to clean house? Well, I know for sure that elections... The man that really can't get back. Oh. Oh. We, the, the gentleman just called said that we got about 20 years ago. We had a good team. Mm. 
and this form has this administration matters up. No, not this administration. The last administration now when the most funny when we had a captain that right. had to get the team run. Right. That we want a captain that can get the team run. Yes. Yes. We can't find that. And then now, this boy Peran, I watched him close, he looked good. Help the referee to beat Trinata, he got to be captain it. Help the big Australia, he got to be captain it. You can't win no more matches on a five following. That is a, that, that's a very interesting comment you're making, and maybe you can it's come back to Kenny. Yes, yeah, so thanks for your contribution, Mr. Brayton. Um, let's go back to Kenny Benjamin. Now, going forward, of course, you've got you know, another World Cup coming in, in about a year's time in Australia. Um, would you look to Poran to, to lead the side in the future uh, and clean house, Kenny? The thing about it is that um, I, I, I would like to see Poran leadership skills, you know, uh, I think we need to stop guessing and hoping. I think, you know, you know we have to be, be certain of, of what we're doing. Okay? From, from where I sit, Andrew, mm. we are sort of a, as, a, as a region because we have to understand this, that when we go to play, people see us as the West Indies. They don't see us as Barbados and Jamaica and Trinidad. They see us as the West Indies. Mm. And we have to start to think like that. So... I know, like you mentioned, the next World Cup is, is, is coming up. I think, you know, probably, Andrew, we need to be realistic and, 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 and look beyond that, you know. Mm. I don't see a lot changing by that time, you know. We need to start to look beyond that, you know. We will participate, but we got to start to look beyond that. What happens after Australia and so on? I would like to hear those other conversations coming out of the, the, the planners and the coaches and so on. You know, uh, because if we're going to just try and play from tournament to tournament, even though we have a bad team, we don't have good enough skilled players and so forth, and we're still thinking that we're just going to prepare for a World Cup, we got to start preparing down the road, man. we got to start looking five and six years, looking at some of the other 19 players and, and other 17 to see, you know, what we're going to have and where we would like to be. We have to do this progressively. We can't just continue to just go from World Cup to World Cup and hope mm. that we get lucky. Mm-hmm. Those those days are gone, man. We, we, we have to plan long term, we have to plan medium term, and we have to plan short term. I, I just see that we're doing this short term thing over and over and over. So in terms of plan, you never know. We may just find someone in the next couple of months who who is really brilliant as a leader, I don't know. And 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 um and can really and truly make significant contributions. So I, I wouldn't say yes, just throw him in as yes. Mm. I still believe we still need to, to, to look around for, for, for like that last, and, and, and Philo said it, we need to make sure that any decisions we're making going forward is for the best interest and for the betterment of, of, of um, Western East Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, j- j- just before you go, Kenny, um, I know you say you're going to spend five minutes, but of course we get all right up as five becomes ten, and, and, and we're glad to have you. We're going to pause for business calls, but the game against Sri Lanka on Thursday, would you make any changes um, to, to, to the side? The game against Sri Lanka mm-hmm. uh, on Thursday, would you make any changes? I'm looking, I'm looking, I don't, once everybody's fit, mm. once everybody's fit, I would probably, I would probably leave, leave, leave that. If I, if I was going to make one change, mm. it, would, it, would, it would have to be um, Gail for, for the Spice Man. Oh, so, so, okay, 
So, so you okay? So you're gonna leave the side, and you're gonna bring the spice man and drop Gail. So what are you gonna do, Kenny? You're gonna leave the side or are you gonna what do you No, I, if 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 I'm gonna make one if I'm gonna make any changes right. it'll be one and spice man for, Sp- for, for, for mm. Yeah, I I, I I hear Brian Lara, I hear Brian Lara and so but again mm. the best inches of West Indies cricket can't be to give someone a good sending off. Yes, yes, yes. Were you surprised I, by the uh, comments uh, of uh, Brian Lara? Were you surprised by his comments? I am not surprised because I don't know why he thought that. Um Mm. But that is that is that is his comment. But I'm hoping of surprised by mine. Mm. If someone isn't isn't performing for the best interest of of of, of our cricket, the Western cricket, right. and you have to drop them, you know, I I can't see that you're gonna give a guy mm. a good sending off by playing him mm. and 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 he's failing. Yeah, I that, see. That may be a worse send off for him. Yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree, I agree, I agree. I I, I drop Gill and bring in Fletcher. Um, Gail has no confidence at all. Um, the Sri Lankans, they brought, they got fast bowlers nowadays, you know, and once he comes to bat, they're going to bowl aggressively, he's going to back foot, he can't field, um, you know, and, and I certainly would drop Gail, you know, we, we love Gail, but the reality is that time um, is up on Gail. I want to thank you, Kenny Benjamin, for coming through and talking, it's always a pleasure, and of course, we're going to pull something from what you said. Good evening, and welcome to The Cricket Show, broadcasting around the world every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. blogtalkradio.com slash thecricketshow, or fast bowl us an email with your questions and comments to thecricketshow at comcast.net. And now, let's talk cricket, lovely cricket. There's someone who knows about fitness, of course, is Dr. Asker Man Singh. Uh, he joins us now from Jamaica. Um, but are you in Jamaica or are you in Dubai, Dr. Singh? <laughs> You're in Jamaica. All right. Right. Is, is the West Indies team fit? Is the West Indies team fit? Mm. Fit for purpose or? <laughs> <laughs> um, now, based on what you've seen so far, they look to be huffing and puffing. Indeed, yeah. And, and get the records of rest. 
Um, and in this, in these two circumstances, they were not able to get the match match readiness, and so it was it was proven to change them. Mm. So, so it was a it was a mistake. Then, Doc, was it a mistake? No, as I said before, those who are managed, mm. you will never hear about. So you won't ask if there are mistakes or there are some territory. Mm. Every squad is going to have people who have some level of injury, mm. um, and you've got to manage it through. Now, if it if it responds, then all good and good. If it doesn't respond, then you've got to reassess. Mm. I see. Well, but well, of course, Derek Murray has joined us, but of course, I would imagine that Dr. Ford has got a question for you. Uh, doctor from one doctor to another. All right. Hi, good night to Dr. Man Singh. Dr. Man Singh, um, we, we've already ascertained that our our fitness assessment looks at where a player is and and allows that player to progress at a certain rate rather than and, and we have a certain standard mm. that we have. If you look at the body habits of of several of the players. You look at our recent history in tournaments with breaking down, even though there's risk benefit ratios and all that that we're doing. The real question is, do you as a part of the medical team and an individual responsible for determining fitness think that maybe we have to raise our standards or make some changes uh, to your protocols that determine if a, a person is fit to play? Well, for a start, I think we had a discussion on this program some years ago, some months ago, mm. on the whole fitness regime and how that needed to be changed. Yeah, I don't want to go over it. I just yeah, but what I'm just saying is that, and we had pointed out. Do you think we can improve it or not? We had I pointed out. Just in case someone that tuned in didn't know what we talked about. But but the real question is, are you satisfied with the your medical uh, group's assessment of what fitness is, and do you think do you think you have to improve on it, or do you are you satisfied with where it is? Yeah, I can go now. Sure. Yeah. So, as I pointed out on this program, that there was. Oh, I see you signing now. Um, sorry, just you, know, Doc. I see you signing on the on the screen. You want you want to you want a yes or no, or do you want a bit of a, 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 a feel? <laughs> No. Okay, okay, keep going, keep going. Maybe you're tired, but I, you know, you're certainly. I, I wish there. I could see you. I wish I could see you. <laughs> um, I like that one. Yes, Doc. So we'll try again. Mm. That many months ago, we spoke on this program about the fact that the fitness testing that was being done mm. was based on one parameter alone, and we didn't think that was the right way to go. And we figured that we should return to the days where you had a backfield test. And those and those batteries that determine a person's fitness, and therefore, if you fail one aspect, it would not deem that you're unfit. And as part of that, what we're doing is collecting data on all the other fitness fitness tests to see what our normal is. Now, just as we're about to implement that COVID stop, and we're not able to collect that data, we have in the last few rounds of fitness been collecting that data, so you cannot impose standards unless you know where everybody is. So with that background, I'd say that, no, I'm not satisfied right now with the system because we've not been able to implement the, 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 the better system as we see it. But as we're collecting that data, I would think in the next round or the round after that, we'd be able to implement a more wholesome fitness test, which would then tell you all the parameters of fitness and not just endurance. Okay, but I guess the, the real question is, why, why aren't our standards as rigorous as, let's say, in India or maybe in, in England? Uh, first team. I'm not too sure because I've seen their fitness standards and I don't see how they're any different. Mm. Except for the fact that it's based off of one battery. 
Oh, sorry, one tenth as opposed to a battery. Okay, but if you look at the 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 attainment of our players for that one test that they use, uh, I believe that our assessment of that same measure is lower. So I'm, I'm asking you, why can't we just be like the other two are performing every day and, and tending to, mm -hmm. to stay on the park? You know, an answer, that's a good good question, and a lot of it has to do with where, when you start this sort of testing, because those some of those professional outfits have certain fitness aspects addressed from a very very young age. So when they come to the senior team, mm -hmm. it's not something that you really have to do a test on per se. It's mm -hmm. just an assessment of where they are. And there's no doubt that in our franchise system, we should be seeing far more fitness, mm -hmm. um, attention to fitness and standards. I, I fully accept that. And until that happens, you are going to find that you'll have people struggling. But at the same time, you are going to find that there are going to be different levels for different people simply based off of, based off of either their age, their return from an injury, their own personal handicaps or attributes. Um, and that exists in every system. There's no system which has an absolute minimum below, everybody, below which everybody's cut off, which is what was tried in West Indies, but obviously is not equitable. Mm. Uh, Doc, just, just before you come in, uh, we got... Um, please, please, please hold your question, but uh, let, let, let's quickly go now to Derek Murray. Uh, he's with us. Uh, Derek, good evening to you. Good evening, and good evening to the panel. I was enjoying your discussion. Um, mm -hmm. uh, fitness is, is a very uh, important topic, so I, I don't want you to um, uh, uh, cut short that discussion, nor um, would I expect you to uh, me mm -hmm. to give my expert opinion on fitness. Um, I, I would point to, to the fitness test that we used to use mm. um, and ask uh, Gordon Greenwich and Rohan Kanai, for instance, if they were fit or not, mm -hmm. um, and be especially pleased if they declared themselves fit but were carrying a limp. Uh, because you know how dangerous that is for the opposition if mm -hmm. you have. Um, can high limping or Gordon Greenwich limping. Um, it usually meant a lot of runs than they scored. So, um, I have a different opinion of fitness, uh, <laughs> Dr. Man. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> uh, uh, Derek, so far, Ambassador, sorry, let me, let me give you a title. No, no, no. The informality is good for me. Okay, fair enough. No. Um, <laughs> your assessment of the best of these teams so far at the World Cup? Um, I think it, it's what um, I expected. Uh, I did a, a show in, in, on Trinidad Television uh, just before the tournament started. Mm. And I said that I thought the West Indies were uh, a 50-50 team, meaning that uh, each individual, each game, almost each ball of, of each game um, had a 50-50 outcome. You know, it was either going to go for four or six, or you'd, you'd be out. Um, and I thought our chances were that we would win 50% of the games that we played, uh, and hope that that would be enough to get us through on net run rate, etc. And it's going according to, um, to, to that kind of a plan. I'm, I'm not happy with it. I would prefer to be an invincible team that. Other teams failed every time we came onto the field, but the team is, is as is what we um, have, and 
we have been developing that team over the T20s for the last, I would say, year, nine months, and all the games have gone according to that formula. Mm. Um, Derek, we, we, we really can't qualify. I mean, it's going to be very, very difficult for us to qualify. But going forward, you, you see a lot of changes? You remember we've got the World Cup in Australia in the year's time. No, I, I think at the end of this World Cup, um, T20 World Cup, whether we win, lose, draw, whatever, mm-hmm. um, there has to be new thinking. Uh, but it has to be new thinking, guys, from the very top, from the, the governance, the governance structure, mm-hmm. how uh, Indy's board looks at its territorial boards, how they run their cricket. And I'm talking about cricket from uh, secondary schools, maybe even primary schools level. And we need to have a whole different reason. We can no longer depend on a few brilliant individuals to carry us through. Um, you know, global cricket is, is different to that now. And therefore, uh, we need to have players with talent, which we have in abundance in the Caribbean but who have been prepared, nurtured, mm-hmm. uh, to understand the game, understand their talents, their attributes, their weaknesses, and develop as a team going through so that we get into different circumstances, whether it be T20, Test Cricket, over, whatever they put before, and our team understanding each other and bonding with each other, know how to adapt to particular situations and come out victorious with the confidence that they know what to do with their talent and they can assess the situations going forward. Mm. We're a long, long way from that at the moment. Mm. Dr. Ford? Uh, well, I guess um, my question is to, to Philo. Philo, we fiscally have great difficulty to qualify for the next round. We just have a few games left. Why should we really try to get out of these games? Mm-hmm. Should we just try to see what the reserves that haven't played have in store? I mean, it's not a developmental tour, we, we heard, but we know it's not a tour that, that we can win the World Cup. So should we gather some information at this level with mm-hmm. the players we have, or should we still go all out to, to try to see if we can win? That's a very good question. Let me say good evening also to Ambassador, uh, Ambassador Murray. Uh, Doc, when you look at West Indies cricket right now, do you think we have the strength in our selectors to pick an 11 that will be for the future mm. in the next two World Cup games? I don't think so, Doc. I think well, I hope your criteria right will make that possible. And I'll tell you this, sir. I, 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 they have a chairman called Mr. Uh, Enoch Lewis, uh, director, Jimmy, uh, director of cricket, Jimmy Adams, is there as well. Mm. Doc, all I want to see from the policy is that the people who are appointed to work with the policy mm. are honest and do what is right for West Indies cricket. The cricket is not mine. I don't consider myself an icon, a legend. I'm just a normal, formal Barbados and West Indies cricketer who feels very close to cricket and wants to see West Indies cricket rise and be popular again. And we need to make this decision West Indies cricket, I'm going to continue to say. If Phil Simmons and those in, in Dubai, if they sit down tonight and they say, look, 
continue to pick the 11 for the future, I will be happy. But if we go there to, if we go on Thursday, we pick the same 11 that played against Bangladesh, and we, and we lose that game. What are you going to do against Australia, play the young boys? Mm, interesting. So we, 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 our, our, our selection was bad from the beginning. Mm. And a guy told me three months ago, you cannot correct wrong. Mm. Then you can't correct it. You got to do right. You really have to do what is right for West Indies cricket. Mm. Asking yes. for doc. So when they go on Thursday against Sri Lanka, whoever they put no place to play that eleven, mm. have player to win the game for West Indies cricket. This cricket does not belong to Pollard in Trinidad, Harper in Guyana. Simmons in Dubai, it belongs to us in the region mm. as a diaspora. Mm. We want to see those guys playing best in this cricket. That is what the I, policy is asking for. Mm. Respect yeah, the policy I, and bring best in this cricket back to the forward. Right. I, I, I like what, what Prelu is saying. Um, you know, the, um, a World Cup is not a place that you um, try out players for, for the future. This is our team. Mm. Um, they're the powers that be that selected it, think it's the best team we have for winning the World Cup. They have to go out with, with the um, 11 that they think is best. I'm, I'm very confident that we're going to be uh, Bangladesh, Sri Lanka tomorrow. Right. Um, they are, they are out of the, the tournament on, mm. on Thursday. They are out of the tournament. Mm. Um, so I expect to be there. Um, the, the Australia game, whatever Australia's result is, and I think they will win as well, uh, it, it's going to be a 50-50 game. 50 -50. But uh, mm. as, as capable of beating Australia and England as they are of losing to Namibia or Scotland. You know, that, 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 that's, that's what the West Indies team oh has been garnered for this tournament to do. Oh Just go out, attack every ball. Um, you're either going to make 55 or you're going to make 180 and you may or may not defend whatever total you, you make. Oh so that that's what we went into the tournament to do. We store that building up over the last three or four series that we played. The same kind of team uh, was gathered together despite whatever anybody else said. That was the team they wanted. They went with it. Mm -hmm. So we play out the tournament with it. Mm -hmm. We can hope and pray that we win our two games. Uh, uh, One-sidedly enough to claw back the um, net run rate so that if we, Australia, and South Africa end up with six points, we have a chance to, to qualify on, on net run. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and interesting. I wouldn't, um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't bet any money on it. But <laughs> you never you know. know. It, it's what it is. It is. And as I say, mm -hmm. you know, you, you wipe the slate clean at the end of it, win-lose otherwise, mm -hmm. you wipe the slate clean, and West Indies cricket needs a total overhaul. And unless that happens from, as I say, territorial level right up, um, we're we going to be in, in trouble and be in a, a downward spiral. 
um, stay, stay with us there. We've got another five minutes. Let's go to Dr. Ashkar Man Singh. Dr. Singh, would it be right to say that Fabian Allen and Ovid McCoy injured and we, we took a chance with them at the World Cup and, and it backfired? Well, remember, Fabian's injury was fairly recent. Mm. And the indications we got from when he had the injury wasn't done under the hospital. He didn't get done under the hospital in his cricket. Mm. The indications we got was that you know, there was a good chance he would have recovered. Um, and with Orbit, as I said, it was a calculated risk, if you want to say that, or some risk assessment, and it didn't go the way we wanted to. Mm. But as I said, there are many cases that, that did go the way we wanted to. So in the balance, I mean, mm. that, that's how it is. Um, but if I can join the discussion on another hand, I sure, sure, to sure. that you know, I, I fully endorse what, this, what everybody has said. When you hear Derek Murray talking about not betting on Western is winning from a man who took us from an impossible victory to victory in the 75 World Cup against Pakistan uh, with that last, last wicket partnership and so on, you can see how much hope <laughs> he had there compared to an impossible situation that he felt possible. But my general comment is this, and this is what really irks me, is cricket has moved leaps and bounds and continues to work, move leaps and bounds. Every time there's a new form of the game, we tend to dominate and win. When test cricket, you could say, arguably changed to a more power game, we started winning. In fact, the secret of our success may have been the fitness of our team compared to the other teams. When 50 over World Cup came to the fore, we won the first two. We lost in the finals of the third, never to even make the semifinals um, with regularity after that. When T20 came, it was a new form of the game. We won two World Cups. But what you're seeing being played right now is totally different from the last World Cup that was played. For example, we continue to try and hit the ball in the air and get out um, repeatedly, whereas other teams, which would have normally hit the ball hard to a ban in the deep and taken one, are now paddling so they can take two. There's a lot more intelligence being shown in the cricket now, which we still haven't mastered, we're still trying to blast our way out of it. The day we dropped Shibner and Chandrapal from the 50 over team was the last time we started batting 50 overs. And yet we still can't see that even in T20, need somebody who can stabilize in it. There's not people like Ross Chase and so on batting very sensibly and, and scoring ones. And it's just inexplicable to me personally um, why he wouldn't be in a starting 11. So the, the game changes every year. And I think you've seen a paradigm shift from the last World Cup to this World Cup. Indeed, I, I put it to you, there's a paradigm shift from what was performed in the IPL versus people playing for their countries. There's been a change in, in a shift in standards there. And we tend to always fall behind the ball when it comes to, to adapting or, or even recognizing change. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. Um, Derek, um, after this World Cup, you, you, you reckon you have some changes? No more Gale, no more Pollard, no more Russell. Maybe look to Porin as a leader. Selectors but, could, uh, could be fired in the court as well. Well, no, I'm, I'm saying that we have to look at the whole of, of West Indies cricket. You, 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 you mentioned the coaches a lot, so I'll, I'll take yeah, that. Sure, sure. You, you, you look at, at our players. Mm. And you look at players who come into what I would call the, the inner circle, whether you call it the, the squads of camps, etc., etc., over the last few years. Can you tell me which one, um, I only want one example of one player who has improved from as an under-19 player coming into the senior squad, who has improved? between that and now. So, you know, you look whether it's too many cooks, oil, the brass, etc. But before you look at that and condemn players or coaches or anything, what about 
the core of what is happening has to change. We have umpteen reports from Patterson to Webby on the governance of West Indies cricket. If the governance structure doesn't change, we're in problem. Mm. The West Indies board has to look at its territorial board. What development program have we had in the Caribbean since um, you know, the, the advent of all these committees and, and so with, with territory at primary and secondary level? You know, there's nothing to look at to say, um, I've seen a boy with some talent, I've seen a girl with some talent. I know that by the time she's 18 or 22, they're going to develop into elite international cricketers. That's not happening. Mm -hmm. It's the five or six people who have real talent that rise to the top in their franchises or whatever, and that's what we left in. That's going to run out. We haven't got a pool that if um, you, you change a couple of players because they injured or so, that the, the ones we bring in are going to fit right into the team. You know, there, there isn't that kind of a thinking against who West Indies cricket. You know, people like Frank Warren mm. must be turning in their graves. Right. Well, I want to thank you very much indeed. Our time um, is up. Uh, always a pleasure to talk to you, Ambassador Murray. I want to thank Dr. Asker Mansing making some interesting comments about Fabian Allen over McCoy. It was a bit of a gamble that did, didn't come through at all. I want to thank you, uh, Philo Wallace. And of course, earlier we heard from Sir Clive Lloyd and Kenny Benjamin. Just a note, um, South Africa, they've got a net run rate of plus um, 0 0.742 West Indies minus 1.598. Uh, if the West Indies are to qualify, which is very tough, they'll have to make 378 runs in the next two matches, which is over 180 runs each, and reduce their opponents, Sri Lanka and Australia, with scores of 97 and 94. So that is a mountain to climb, gentlemen. So, as it stands, the action continues for us on Thursday against Sri Lanka, and as the mighty Gabby says, Lord, send an answer for me. I'm Andrew Mason. It's open for Good evening and welcome to The Cricket Show, broadcasting around the world every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. blogtalkradio.com slash thecricketshow or fast bowl us an email with your questions and comments to thecricketshow at comcast.net. And now, let's talk cricket, lovely cricket.